Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Christina Staffiotti, founder of Hiring Advantage, which brings the best of big business recruitment solutions to the world of small businesses. So supporting you to build your dream, flourish, and what light them up, right? Absolutely. And Mark, you... When we were off mic, you got the last name right. <laughs> Sapiotti. It's Italian. I'm a, I'm English. I think it really throws people off. But yes, um, and absolutely, I'm here for small business owners and to light them up and bring the best of corporate hiring into small business. Ah, oh, love that. That's beautiful. So, what what kind of business owners do you serve? Who do you like to work with? You know, it's such an interesting question and we get a lot of questions in terms of industry, but for me, it's really about having an energetic match. So our clients are really varied. We currently support the largest online science magazine in the world and we've hired editors and writers for them, as well as engineering firms and healthcare and dietetics. For me, it's really about the business owner, the business vision and the impact they want to make on the world. And if they've got an incredible business that we can reverse market to the talent out there, it works and it's an energetic match and alignment for us. Myself and my team have got a lot of experience in varied recruitment. So for me, it's a real partnership. It's having a chat with the business owners and making sure that we're a match. Love that. Again, we're speaking offline. It's all about communication. It's all about relationships. And this is the very heart of of what you do. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think our solution is very much a partnership of the business. So we become your external internal recruiters. So it's for businesses that are just not there yet. They don't have HR. They don't have an internal recruiter. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're maybe recruiting less than 20 roles a year, but they you know, you become as a, a business owner, you become that, you know, that real where you're like, I'm the marketing manager, I'm the accountant, I'm the, the salesperson. And it is so timing, time consuming to recruit and it takes you away from servicing your clients. And we can come in and really understand what you're about, what your requirement is, what is that perfect match for your business. And then we go and look at that objectively and then just present you with the best people so you can make, you know, solid decisions like the CEO that you are. Mm. 
And yeah, I was talking to a lot of business owners on, on this podcast and, and in, in client sessions, and it's tough to find the right people. It's tough to understand where, where the hell do I even start with hiring? <laughs> yeah, it's very multi-layered. So there's a lot of steps, but I think, you know, especially as small business owners, and, and that includes myself, you're so passionate and you're so consumed with your business. It can sometimes be hard to look at it objectively and from that lens of an external applicant. And that's where we come in. So we really tease that out of you. Mm-hmm. Everything that you've built in terms of attraction and attraction for your clients, we reverse engineer that and we work out what is incredible about your business and how can we use that to attract the best talent and create these incredible positions so that you find the best out there and can push your business forward. And to be that 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 guardian angel for the business because oh my gosh as business owners we're too close to our business it's too mm. either we want someone to be just like us which is probably the wrong thing because we need someone <laughs> different else be the same but also we feel like we can do the best task so what's the what is what's the challenges that you face with with business owners being able to sort of let go of either some roles or responsibility I think, you know, I I think people come to our, our, sorry, I think people engage with our service at the point where they are really overwhelmed and Mm. they're finding it unsustainable to keep doing everything themselves. So I offer a couple of different, well, the business offers a couple of different solutions. We have one, which is an online program and it's essentially called the Hiring Playbook and it's a full comprehensive guide to hire your first employee with all the templates. It's a plug and play solution, but you've got videos and modules to help you every step of the way. So it's taking something that is big as we, you know, we talked about and, mm. and doing that step-by-step with something that's proven. It's the exact solution we use to hire for our clients. And then when people are a little bit further along and they've maybe hired once or twice, they've, you know, brought in a few of their mates, they're wanting to really scale and grow. That's where they come to us and either do consulting with us to improve their processes or they outsource their hiring to us. So I think to answer your, your question, in terms of when they know, I, I think people know that they're overwhelmed and they're maybe looking at different avenues as to how to explore that. But I'm telling you, from when I speak to business owners who've gone through it, who've hired teams, there is a line in the sand of your business of when you were an owner, operator, solopreneur, to when you leveled up and scaled and grew. And look at the big businesses out there. They're very rarely one person doing it all on their own. They mm. have leveraged teams, leveraged process, leveraged systems so that they can have more reach and they can help more people. Love that. What what's the sort of pivot point? Because if you if you're working with the small businesses, what at what point do they like? hit that that aspect of it's nervous it may be it's time consuming money consuming to be able to it's tough it's scary to employ Mm -hmm. to bring these right people in so how do you help your clients to overcome maybe that barrier that they want this but uh it's can i justify it yeah i think that's really valid i think it's two things it's one it's being very strategic and looking at data and numbers and money and, you know, if you're consistently fully booked and you're, you've absolutely got the demand there, but you cannot service it, you are, you are turning money away and you are stopping helping people essentially. 
So you need to look at whether that can be leveraged into bringing in more people. Mm. It, it's completely normal, I believe, for small business owners to go through outsourcing lots of things and hiring external providers to help them to a certain point. But it's at that tipping point where you've got, you know, you've got outsourced providers coming out your ears, your ring fence and pieces of work and putting them through fibers and upworks. And you need to cohesively bring someone else into your business to service your clients. It's at that point. So one is the strategy, the daughters, you're booked out. There's lots of signs that you're ready to hire. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, is quite often the mindset piece. So, you know, we've got all of these preconceived ideas of what it is to be a boss. I say boss in inverted commas. From your corporate experience, maybe you had a shitty manager or a terrible leader. It's maybe challenging those assumptions and how that's going to work for you. And I use boss differently. So I believe in leader in business as a manager, but I say boss, like you're a boss, like you've built a business that is big enough to hire someone. You're a freaking boss. So be proud of yourself as a boss, but work in your business as a leader. Mm. And so do you, do you actually witness uh, your clients changing and having a transformation going from the solopreneur to the leader that they are? And then how, how, that must be amazing to see them change their personalities, their beliefs, their their fears, also their challenges, because they level up then, don't they? Oh, 100%. So I worked with a client recently, and she was just like, I can't keep doing all the things. You know, I'm doing all the things. My service is so in demand. I'm getting inquiries falling out of my ears, <laughs> you know, coming out of my ears. And she was just like, I can't do this. I think I'm going to have to go back to a job. And I'm like, but this, you, you have a service that the world needs. And her business was very heart-centered. She mm. was providing a service to older Australians, so, so needed in the market. And her business is amazing and had a very strong brand. And she would be doing not only herself, but the world a disservice if she did not employ And we literally worked out a roadmap of when she could fully step out of the business and be a full business owner, not servicing the clients, but expanding her business and those trainings to others to deliver that service to more Mm. people. And we mapped out, it was three employees working part-time. She could fully step out. She could make over 500K a year in revenue. And we did it. And she was like, oh, actually this person spoke to me about, you know, coming on board. So we did the consulting, we did the strategy, I hired her one person, and then because her brand was so strong, once she got it, she was having people directly come to her. We built this incredible attraction strategy, so not only was she able to actively go out to market and hire someone with our support, she was actually having inquiries of very aligned people coming through to her business, and she's out of that business now, and her revenue has skyrocketed. Beautiful. That's a great story. I love that. And I guess you've got Ooh. loads of those. I mean, to see those people, we all have, you know, all of our clients, we love to see them flourish and change and evolve. And it's beautiful. Um, so it's fantastic to hear that, that story from, you know, a hiring company, from bringing people on board at that specific level. Mm. And I think understanding that there's a solution that is for small business, a small business price tag, you know, I think, People think recruitment, they think agencies, they think suited and booted, walking along the street with skyscrapers in the background with these crazy price tags and this hustle and a lot of golf and, you know, that sort of Wolf of Wall Street mentality. And that is not us. And we are so far removed from that. I'm a mama 
I work part-time. The people in my business are all parents. You know, we build these really strong relationships and, you know, it's about less clients, more partnership for us. Mm, Beautiful. That's amazing. So let's talk about you and your business because we've heard about Mm -hmm. how you've helped the people and how they've changed and evolved. How about you? So where are you right now with your business at the level it is? What what challenges do you face that um, maybe you huh, you never saw coming? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I'm so passionate about my business, but it's an element of my life. And, you know, I am a relatively new single mom. So for me, it's massive around balance that hmm. personal life. So having two very small children, so I've got a gorgeous four-year-old boy and a very cheeky 18-month-old daughter and I work and I do mum life and that's where my energy goes and I'm really happy with that but you know I probably need to bring a little bit more fun (laughs) externally you know and and flesh that out as I evolve I'm I think I think there's that one it's that finding balance and I would say every and and I, I mean parents in business of course but I spend a lot of time talking to mothers in business and it's that you know that mum guilt that finding that balance um the identity piece which is Mm. so challenging you know giving birth having children I went from a very demanding corporate career to a mum of two went through all of those identity shifts and you know what came to the realization that I do need to work and be fulfilled so I think balance one and then I think two it's really still forming that identity and those shifts as you grow and scale and go from you know being a solopreneur to having a team to having more impact into speaking to more people and really understanding where you fit in that journey in yourself in your business because all the way through that there's so many different transitions and journeys you know becoming a mom juggling a couple of kids and having the business and growing that and helping to serve the people there's a lot Mm. of moving parts there Mm, absolutely and it's beautiful but it's I think same realistic expectations. You know, so you have this bum life. You have we had one week where the whole house, the three of us, all got gastro. Right? <laughs> it's not pretty, and and I think it's also working with companies who you can have these really candid conversations with because they're in the same boat. You know, the beautiful thing about that post-pandemic world is I think people are a bit more real. You know, they mm. have got kids and dogs and noisy neighbors, and I think people are attracted to that and the more you can show up in that light without you know without maybe going into too much detail about certain illnesses (laughs) um I think it's important to be that to be that authentic self but to really lean into it and I think for me it's still delaying that corporate side it's like you know can I talk about this can I share this and it's like well of course you can Mm. So it's finding your identity. So as I said, with your clients, it's finding their new identity as they bring on new people. Who am I? I'm the boss. Speaking to one chap last week who, oh my gosh, being able to get to the point where he's got lots of employees, his business has grown, Mm. and now it's the identity crisis. Who am I? Why should Mm. I even pay myself a wage? I'm not working. In fact, I need to stop doing it because when I try and work, I, I get in the way. So it's the whole identity of why you started your business where you got to where you go into i think is it's a fascinating journey that can be so beautiful but can be so 
challenging without having mm. the help and support all around you oh absolutely I think that's so true and I think it's finding your tribe right it's finding those people that identify with you that you resonate with and taking advice from the right people so we become so passionate about business owners and it does become our you know dinner party conversations but if you don't want to if you don't want to trade lives with the person who's giving you advice, why are you taking that advice? I think a lot of people who are, you know, in the nine to five and and very successful and very happy in that space, they don't get it. And mm. you have to, you have to put a filter on your ears as to where you get that advice. You get that advice from business coaches, from experts in your industry, for people who've been there, done that, for people who have, you know, life's, styles that you aspire to and the rest you you need to cancel out that noise and also that you know we talked off mic mark about that mindset piece and for me it's been hugely channeling challenging (laughs) hugely challenging that inner voice um you know if it's everyone's got an inner voice and it's not Mm. always kind it could be mean mine's called tina so i'm christina i'm usually chrissy my mm-hmm. inner voice is Tina. And I'm like, shut up, Tina. That's not helpful. That's not going to get me to where I want to go, you know, because you can get lost down that rabbit hole and it's not useful energetics and use of my time. Mm. And one thing you said there, it's, it's beautiful to be able to recognize the inner voices. Um, it's also so crucial to be able to understand that they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That is part of the inner voice. It's, you know, the fears, the doubts, they have to come with you. They are very important, but they can't be driving the bus. So how we say, you're useful, inner voice, thank you, but just get off the steering wheel, get in the back. You've got kids, get on the iPad, get on the iPad in the back. You're fine. (laughs) You have to come with me. So I think that acknowledgement is a key part to to this growth. It's not just Mm. quiet the voice and stuff it down and avoid it. Well, that's going to cause you physical damage as well as emotional. It's mm. you have to come with me. So, how can we do this together? And by the way, I'm driving. And understanding it's not you; it's just a thought. And if that thought keeps coming up, why is that thought coming up? And then maybe trying to tackle it in a calm way and hold space mm. for it. You know, when you you've got a, a full day of meetings and you're really excited about doing that, and these thoughts are coming up, that's probably not the right time to tackle it. But I agree with you. If it's if it's there and it's not going away, how are you going to challenge that? How are you going to work with it? How are you going to build on it and make it something that fits in with your life and not something that's rubbing up against it? Yeah, put it on the payroll. Make mm-hmm. it work for you. Leverage that. That's where the magic comes in. That's how we structure our work because these things have to happen. So you've got to identify where you're struggling who is talking? Why is it mm. happening? From both like a science and a and a spiritual perspective, because you need the whole picture. But then how can you leverage this? That's where the magic comes in. So I love your perception of that. It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so what's what's this year got ahead of you? Where's where's your focus for 2023? Yeah, so I think I I set a word of intention for every year. And obviously we launched last year and the word of intention for 2022 was growth. So it was in anyone's first year of business, it's really testing the model, testing the services, understanding if it works. And it did, which is fantastic. And we hired team 
And this year, the word of intention is visibility. So it's showing up authentically. It's, you know, being more omnipresent, getting in front of more people, growing the audience to service and help more people. And, you know, huge that identity piece. You know, I'm the face of the business. I need to really step into who I am and show up. And you know what, Mark, I think this has been great. I feel like I've really opened up to you today and being authentic. So, you know, with the 19th of January, early January, it's a, it's a good start. Absolutely. Um, but I, think, <laughs> I think a building upon that piece, you know, we know the service works. We've got the results. We've got the testimonials. We've got mm. the repeat clients. So it's making sure people are aware of us. And, you know, if we get in people's ears or in front of them and we're in a line match, that's fantastic because we can help more people. And you know what? Maybe we're not for everyone. That's cool too. But if nobody knows about you, then nobody knows about you. Right? Mm. Visibility. I love that. So what mm. what do you think is going to stop you? What could get in your way? Mum life. <laughs> The struggle is real, you know. So my kitties are going to be in childcare for three days of the week. Now, mm-hmm. I set my business up intentionally with that. So I don't want to work five days and I don't want to work nine to five. Um, so I do a little bit of work in the evenings and I have those, you know, client facing days. But, you know, kids get sick, you know, they get gross. So <laughs> I think it's finding <laughs> it's, it's, it's gross. It's a cesspit. But um, I think it's finding that balance, you know, managing my energetics. I'm, I'm balancing, I guess, uh, being authentic with your clients, but you're providing a service and, and you know, we don't slip up. We we do what we set out to do. Um, but I think, you know, avoiding burnout, being realistic, being mm. honest. Um, and, you know, there's, there's definitely challenges going on personally, as there is with everyone at periods of time. And that, I I think also visibility is hand in hand with being consistent. And sometimes I think moms struggle with the consistency because they are, your number one job has to always be keeping your little people alive and happy and healthy and well. Mm, That's the challenge is real. I mean, over here, Mm. four kids, two dogs. I, I, get it or i didn't have the you know the 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 baby stage of kids but oh Mm. my gosh there's so much energy and so much focus and so much um attention that's needed and that's i think where um please give me your experience here where the voices Mm. come into play which is can i really do this who am i to do this um where how is this even achievable all these little things that people might be might be thinking that come up as we try and juggle the the important things and then the other important things Mm. I think it's finding really positive role models isn't it and you know this is a massive reason why I came on this podcast is yes it's a balancing act well you know the great thing we said said that before the post-pandemic world people are a little bit more real you know they're not just in a suit in a business in an office like they are working from home in their home offices it's more authentic, you know, that people show up on Instagram with like a sniffle and a cold. And I think it's stepping into that energy. But yeah, yeah I think, I think with the voices to that point, um, it, it, it's really challenging that and then working with it and, and talking it out. I'm such a talker. <laughs> so I, I find if I let a voice spiral in my head, that's the danger for me. 
So it's mm. finding mentors, finding guides, talking it out, challenging that, and then disproving it through mentors yeah. and role models. Love that. Beautiful. Hey, Chrissy, thank you so much for sharing, being authentic with us and you know, just opening the the or bring back the curtain on what it's like to have a business such as yours and how you actually help these small businesses to grow. It's been fascinating. So thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Mark. It's been a pleasure. And if people want to find you, wh- where can they find you? Yeah, so I am on LinkedIn. So Hiring Advantage is on LinkedIn, but I love a chat on Instagram in my DMs. So I'm at Hiring Advantage or one word. And I have a podcast too, which is it's it's turned into a little library of easy recruitment guides for your small business. So for any stage of hiring, you can have a little sort of Google <laughs> in the podcast and find an episode to help you out. And what's the podcast called? Hiring Advantage. There keep we go. All, keep it all the same. <laughs> Everyone check it out. Christy, thanks again for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.